You, you know, we have a lot of expressions in the English language. I don't even know what I'm saying. What are we talking about? Where'd that come from? Most all of us use them every day. I don't even know what that means. No one knows what it means. You know, we just say them as if they really made as sense. They really made sense. I mean, how silly is that? Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? What the f is he talking about? Yeah, okay, what? It do you know what it is and you know who it is it's a me mario and welcome to a praise the phrase origins of everyday expressions where we're here to do three things unveil the origin confirm the meaning and assess the value of common everyday phrases and of course you know who's with me right now out in miami florida you gotta name it especially with the weather breaking my guy 20 what's good brother how you feel And um, what is it like the heat? The heat? Uh, they ain't the playoffs? Y'all made the playoffs, bro? Oh, no, 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 no. Don't, don't try my number one team in the East, bro. Okay. All right. I'm just saying you got the heat on. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where you at with it, bro. I was just checking Everybody else's team in the, uh, in the East got that GB behind the, uh, <laughs> the record. I'm, I'm allowed to talk one. I'm allowed to talk because... Uh, we 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 got we had the rookie of the year in my opinion, Detroit. We had the rookie of the year. We knew we wasn't gonna be nothing. So I'm just checking in with you, brother. I'm checking in. All right, today we got two of my favorite people here. They're my favorite people for a couple of reasons. One, Kendrick Spears. Football is is always running. Football is a year round sport. We're all football players here. And we got young men that are making an impact, not only in their sport, off the field, and are pretty, pretty damn cool guys. So first, let me introduce my man from James Madison University, JMU. <laughs> Sammy, I'm not gonna. I've never ever attempted to say your last name, Sammy. So I'm not gonna attempt <laughs> to say it right now. But but oh, what's going on with you, man? How you feel? What up? Uh, I'm, f I'm feeling good, you know. Um, me in the middle of spring ball right now and stuff. It's coming to an end. We got the spring game Saturday, so yeah, I'm just, I'm just chilling really. Oh, what up, Sammy? What's good, bro? What's good? What's good? And of course, we can't leave out my guy. First of all, both these, both these young men are from Massachusetts. So shout out to Massachusetts football. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Massachusetts know. football. <laughs> I got my man. My, I'm again. The announcers have been doing a great job with these young men's last names. I'm not going to butcher them in the case. I call him Mikey. Y'all can call him Mr. Whatever he likes for you to call him. Agent Zero, though, out here at Mikey, University of Michigan. What's good, man? Introduce yourself. What's up, y'all? Mikey Sarah still here checking in. Um, you know, wide receiver DB at the University of Michigan. Uh, spring ball just ended for me on my end. Uh, you know, we finishing workouts right now. Uh, semester ending, too, you know, so... About to get in that off-season grind mode, you know, get back to the basics, work on, you know, little fundamentals and whatnot. But everything been good. Life is what it should be right now. Hey, shout out talking about the academic part of it as we get right back into the football part of it. And please notice that he said wide receiver DB. That's a feat. That's a feat. Both of these young men were able to play both sides of the ball at the collegiate level, at a high-level collegiate level. So that's what... Uh, today's show is actually about. We're going to talk about a phrase that is, is is in line with with these two young men' capabilities. You know what I'm saying? So, twenty. We've talked about it, but today's phrase is "jack of all trades." Jack of all trades. Right. So I'm a I'm a pop us off with twenty. What's your connection? How you feel? What you know about jack of all trades, bro? Well, pretty much uh, when I when I hear jack of all trades, it's uh, it goes to having. Um, not just one, but many skill sets. You know what I'm saying? Like when yep. you, when people usually say jack of all trades, that means like every trade you, you some kind of, uh, you have some kind of skill. In it. Absolutely, so, um, word. Yeah, that's what that's what that's not really much what it what it hits when it when it comes to it. To me. Got you, got you, got you. All right, Sammy, jack of all trades. Heard of that before? Where you what you feel about it? Uh, yeah, I've heard of jack of all trades. Um. Kind of like what he just said, well, like what I'm going to hit on, yeah, just anybody who could really do anything. Has multiple skill sets, you could do them all at a high level. Um, just a person who do multiple things at a high level, 
Someone's going to trust them to do the, their job well, and it's going to be um, succeeded on the field. That's what I think about when Jack of all trades. Heard you. Heard you. Mikey, talk to me. Jack of all trades. Uh, I was just say a, a jack of all trades is somebody or, you know, something that is very well-rounded, um, you know, that could bring value in any aspect and, you know, anything that, you know, <clears throat> as an athlete, if a jack of all trades as an athlete can, can bring value in any aspect of the uh, game, um, that's how I see what a jack of all trades is. Got it. Word. Yo, let me ask you this, Mario. I mean, like, so, I like, I like what Mike, uh, Mike said that well-rounded. I mean, can you be, can you be a jack of all trade? Like, is it? I know it's might sound um crazy, but stick with me for like I one got you. thing. I got you. you get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. for one thing, like yeah. you be a jack of all trade for. I feel like, like I, I, we keep on football. I feel like Palomalu, even though he didn't play both sides of the ball, he was a jack of all trade. So it's like when it came Ooh. to defense, he could play any position on defense. And still be effective. You get what I'm saying? So it's yeah. like in the sense of, yeah, not just being able to do something that's opposite of what you can do, but just do that same thing in many facets. Like Got you. Okay. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I'll bring myself yeah. into the, you know what I'm saying? Since y'all, y'all bringing quality insight to it. I would say, like, for me, as a receiver, I wasn't a jack of all trades as a receiver. <laughs> like, I was a willing blocker and I could do it. But <laughs> you didn't bring me in here to block. And Mikey, don't hear you know what I'm I've seen I've seen you real. You you are a quality blocker. Do not I am not an inspiration for you, uh, clearly. Mikey, you're I mean, um Sammy, you're nuts. So I know, you know what I mean? But I was not a blocker, dog. So it was not it was not a thing for me um to excel in it. So I wouldn't call myself but what I did well. I did very well. So I like that. I like bringing that perspective cuz you can not be a jack of all trades with, within your scope. Let's actually jump right into the Webster's definition of jack of all trades. Webster's defines jack of all trades as a person who can do passable work at various tasks, a handy, versatile person. So y'all three said something that's a little bit different, which was uh, Excel. And the definition actually says passable work. So just enough to get by, just enough to get by at your various tasks. All right, so I just want to check in with y'all as we get the real definition. We'll start with Mikey. How do you feel about Jack of All Trades now that you hear the, the current day Webster's definition of it? What stands out? Um, I get. I, I feel like I guess it's kind of just saying that you just have to be good enough at each thing to be considered a Jack of All Trades. But, you know, just being the athlete and being, you know, the competitor I am, if I'm going to do something, I want to be the best at it. You know what I mean? So that's just how I see it. Yeah. Word. I respect that. Thank you. Sammy, where you at with it? Now that we hear the definition, anything shift for you? Um, yeah, kind of kind of like what he said also. Um, passable. Like, <clears throat> I feel like that's cool. Like, it's, it's fine. But I feel like, especially being an athlete, you just always want to be the best you can at everything you do. You strive to be the greatest. You strive to be the best. So, um, I don't know. I feel like I feel like the Webster definition really doesn't cut it to like an athlete's um, perspective of how we see what a jack of all trades is. That's real. That's real. Twenty. Well, yeah, that's true. I I, I could I can see that, man, because you know I, I don't I never heard Webster being an athlete, so it's like <laughs> yeah. What you know about it, Webster? You know what I'm saying? Like, not, no, for <laughs> real. Because and uh, from our perspective, we've all been in that in the trenches, and we've all have to be in those positions. So it's like those from our experiences. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So like I wouldn't be able to hold someone who hasn't been on that football field or hasn't been on a team per se yeah. um, to that. You know what I mean? To that yeah. same, uh, I guess, level. Yeah, that's standard, Because, right? you know, like like you say, man, we all take we all take pride in what we do. And it doesn't seem like uh, from Webster's definition – you have to, you you know, you're doing something that you take pride in. It's just the fact of the matter. If you're able to do it, you can be labeled as a jack of all trade. Only if you're able to do it. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't matter how much, you know, pride or, you know, how much want. But if you're just able to do something, then, and it kind of, I feel like it kind of weakens it a little it, bit yeah. too as well. Once you once you put it like that. Yeah, for me. Because too, honestly, we all yeah. grew up. I feel like it, from from just listening to these young gentlemen, um. For the first two minutes, we all grew up in a realm of 
hey man, when you do something, you got to do it. You give it your all. Be the best. You know what I'm saying? There's somebody behind you that's trying to do it too. So it's yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. to to hear people that you know haven't had that in their ear, you know, define things. It's kind of like it, it kind of waters it down for us. That's been like, hey, if you're gonna do something, be great at it. I agree with you there, man. It does for me. It definitely weakens it, and there's no competitive spirit behind it. And I think right. that as we dig into the origin of this, we can see why. So like there is, if you can do it. And you can prove that you can just do it. You're a jack of all trades. That's what the Webster's folks saying. All right. Let's actually get into the origin of this, man, um, and start digging deep into it. So let's get into the origin, y'all. And y'all be ready for the horns for, the, for, for when these two get to talking about themselves. Them horns, them origin horns ain't the only horns you're going to hear today. Okay, so let's start with... A derivative, meaning like where it comes from, for the, the common name of John. So Jack and John, if nobody knew, if nobody on this call knew, Jack and John are the same name. Okay, and it, it literally it means the common man. Okay, so Jack of all trades is John. John is the most normal name in the world. The Oxford English Dictionary defines the generic meaning of the name Jack as a man of common people, a lad, a fellow, a chap especially a low-bred or ill-mannered fellow, even a knave. Have y'all heard knave, 20, before you answer, because I'm sure you have with all the movies and everything you are. Mikey, Sammy, have y'all heard knave, that word, before? No. Um, yeah, uh, so I have. <laughs> a 20, you never heard it? Hit him with the definition. So a knave is almost like a... Um, <laughs> Like the the lowest on the totem pole type dude, like it's an insult. Like you knave, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's below average, a below average person. So John, Jack, those interchangeable names are. It's kind of like a, a jab. It's kind of like like you just regular, you super regular. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that the, the word the word um like I feel like majority of people would, would say that's naive. Like even though naive has been um yep pushed to a more of a negative. Like you don't know anything. Um, I think that's pretty much more of a common, the common um, use of that like word. Because you guys heard of naive, so it's like, like when when someone says you're naive, that means you're not knowing your 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 your, your entry level type of deal. Yeah, I feel like that's level. that's if 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 I can connect that word with you guys, uh, I think that's the word probably be yeah. best to connect it with was night. Perfect. Perfectly said. Na naive, naive, that's probably derivatives, all that stuff. So yeah. we now currently, and we'll get to this, we now kind of like have added jack of all trades, master of none. And that's kind of a derogatory, like again, like a jab, an insult. But this wasn't the case to start. Um, and the label jack of all trades had no negative connotation, although the word jack was in it. But medieval times when Jack and John were the name of, of choice, um, it was pretty much Jacks were at the bottom of the social tree. So if your name was Jack, you likely were at the bottom. So again, a naive, naive person, entry level. All right. So you get with that. Then you add the term. Uh, oh, and it's worth uh, you add the term in the 16th century. The jack of all trades coming into coming into play. The 16th century commentators wanted to imply that a person was stretching their talents too thinly. So they resorted to the disparaging Latin term, Johannes Factorium. So that's that's where like it starts. And this is in 1592. And Johannes Factorium in Latin is Johnny Do-It-All. And uh, the English writer um, Robert Greene wrote a pamphlet titled Groat's Worth of Wit. And in that pamphlet, <laughs> Mr. Greene wrote an upstart crow, beautiful, beautified with our feathers, that supposes he is well able to bum blast out a blank verse as the best of you being an absolute Johannes factorum. So that's where being an absolute Johnny do it all in his own conceit, the only shake scene in the country. Okay. So I don't know if y'all caught that, but I'm gonna just sum it up. So this man, Robert green was um, calling Shakespeare, William Shakespeare an upstart crow. And calling him a jack of all trades, a Johannes Factorum, as a jab. He was taking a shot at my man William Shakespeare because Shakespeare came on the scene able to do it all. And this dude was like, all right, here come this dude. Here come Billy, Billy Shakes. And 
he over here taking all the jobs. He taking the screenwriting job. He in the play. He pulling the curtain, everything. Johnny do it all. He ain't, can't even do nothing. All right. So that's where the jack of all trades start to become negative or it has its negative in, uh, essence because Green was basically a hater of Shakespeare for being a one-stop shop with writing plays and all that shit. Fellas, now that we see that, Jack of all trades, where do you feel about like knowing where that starts, man? I'm going to start with uh, 20. Hit me up. Where, where, where do you see that? Where, where do you see that now? Well, I mean, like, honestly, it, it t- like, like we, uh, we stated, it, it, turns, it turns it into more of a negative thing, I feel like, now, because now when you sit up here calling somebody a jack of all trades, it seems like you're, you're telling them something negative. Especially after after that, you know, segment that you just gave. You get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. if it's a situation of, I want to say do it all, but um, yeah, man, it's more of a shade thrower than than anything. It seems like, man. Like now yeah. nowadays, a lot of us we we use it to kind of big up the person. You get yeah. what I'm saying? Like, yeah, we we use it now um, to say that. Man, this dude is doing everything. This dude is doing all this stuff. You know what I'm saying? Not in a negative sense, but in a way of like, man, you're happy that you got somebody that's a jack of all trades on your on your squad or or in your group because you know there's somebody that can just do more than one thing. So, like listening to what you're saying now, it's like, damn, do I gotta apologize to all these people I call jack of all trades now in my <laughs> life because uh, buddy was throwing shade to him? You know what I'm saying? Like it's something that you throwing shade to somebody or or did we definitely convert the saying into something positive? Some, we'll see. We'll see. Sammy, where you at now at Jack of All Trades? Did you think it was negative now? And how do you feel about it being a shot at my man Shakespeare on the come out? Um, you know, like just growing up always, you, you've heard that term before. You think Jack of All Trades, like it's something good. It's supposed to mean something good. You could do a lot of things very well. And, um... You know, back in the 1500s or whatever, um, dude was just basically dude threw a jab at Shakespeare throwing shade as in using the word jack of all trades as a negative connotation, which I think is just like I feel like it's just very interesting how um just throughout generations in history how like a word or like things can change throughout history. So like um I don't know, you see that like nowadays like with words just like used in the 80s or like 90s or something like it was seen as one way but now it's used as a different way but um yeah i just thought that um you know i thought it was just like dude like dude like you just say like nowadays dude would just like hating a little bit <laughs> yeah just, this is a big hater though yeah he, oh it's definitely shade man he's definitely shade man mike it was no if and buts about it yeah he was just hating on him a little bit you know just like he he just mad because he can't do. He like, could. That's what it sounded like to me. Everything. Like that's you could you couldn't bring it to the table. Yeah, Mikey. Yeah, that's, how, that's how I see it. I see it. Yeah. <laughs> Mikey, yeah. imagine somebody said the fact that you you about to do both is like a like they come out and they're saying that in media or whatever say like okay and 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 and. and He's about to play DB and wide receiver and make it a negative. Where you at with that? Jack of all trades, hating ass uh, Robert Green. Uh, I mean, I just find it funny, you know, like people don't hate regardless. You know what I mean? So I just find it funny that <clears throat> where the, the origin of the phrase comes from somebody who was upset at the fact that someone else could do more than him specifically, I guess I would say. But, like, now the way we use it is, like, that shows value. That's, like, to be able to be a jack-of-all-trades is something very valuable nowadays. So it's just very funny to me that that's where the origin of the word comes from. Yeah, it starts off, like, as someone who – and and I think it's worth noting that Robert Greene had pull. He had had a platform. He had had some clout a little bit to say, like, look, here come this guy because Shakespeare is relatively new at the time. He's like – Man, I could do all that too, but I would be bad at it. So he's bad at it. Like, look at him trying to do everything. He's bad at it. It's not. It's not going. It's not going. All right. And you, go ahead. That's go ahead, you know, One more thing, Mario. Yeah. You, you know what's crazy to bring it into the light nowadays. You get what I'm saying? Like, you yeah. guys, you guys are going through it now. But um, you'll see. Like, I feel like when you're in college, man, if you're a jack of all trades, you're praised. You get what I'm saying? But as soon as it's like, oh, you enter in the draft. Oh, oh, it's 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 a whole. I don't want to say it's a bad thing, 
But in some cases, it hurts you because the media like to use that against you. Like, oh, even though in college, this dude scored 70 touchdowns, but yeah, he doesn't have a true position. You get what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, something crazy like, like that. Yeah. It's just like crazy how they kind of do those four to three to four years that you're actually, you know, putting your body through everything that is asked of you. You get yeah. what I'm saying? And being able to, you know, be a receiver, be a DB, return kicks. You know what I'm saying? Maybe on second or 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 first and long, you're you're at running back, or maybe or something like that. Being in this situation where you're gonna be up there and say, Coach, wherever you need me, I'm gonna be able to do. I can do it. I'm here for you. But then, and when you get when you're going to the process of getting in the league, that 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 could potentially harm you. Then you got you a Robert Green situation. Absolutely. Then you man. got you a Robert Green. Uh, my boy D Rob from Michigan too as well kind of situation. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You find out, and 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 in the timing, the timing matters. I think so. Let's talk about how uh, in sixteen twelve, the actual tournament goes from Johannes Factorium, Johnny Do It All, to Jack of All Trades in sixteen twelve. When Jeffrey Minchel wrote of his experiences in prison, <laughs> in essays and characters of prison and prisoners, where he said some broken citizen who have played. Jack of all trades. So there can't have been any trades in the Middle Ages that didn't make use of Jack the name. So what I'm hearing now from this is that a lot of dudes that were locked down in the in 1600s, which who knows what that looked like. We can we can explore that. <laughs> is motherfuckers is, always been writing in prison, bro? That's bro so and figuring this life shit out <laughs> in prison, bro. Like has been written in prison, bro. Like because no, so you peeping, like you just got time to time to yeah, yeah, bro, you like, people put that guys on that paper with prison, bro, for some reason. <laughs> 12 hours, though, is a long time. You can probably jot something down. And he and Mr. Mr. Jeffrey Minshew said, man, it's a lot of people in here, the, 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 the broken citizen, the people that's in jail that can play the role of Jack of all trades, that can do a lot of stuff. They can do a lot of stuff in here, man, right. and it's probably the environment, right? So right. I'm thinking – that you in prison, you can do all this stuff because you have to out of necessity. And right? you have the time. And you have the time to do it. So then in the Middle Ages, you come out of jail or in general, and they throw jack on the front of everything for like lumberjacks. I don't know if we ever noticed this, but Pete, Pete like the common, the common trades, right? The things that now we definitely don't praise with the tech, the tech world. Lumberjack, a steeplejack. Um, and sailors at the time were called jack tars. Like, if you go back into the Middle Ages, all the regular jobs, all the regular man jobs had jack in it and to, to be common man, to be common fucking man, dog. With that said, with that said, y'all, really quickly, jack of all trades, is it something that happens out of necessity, out of, out of the, the, the time, or is it something that is always in you and all it takes is the opportunity? So I'm going to start with Mikey. Is it a necessity thing? Like you, you become a jack of all trades out of necessity or always in you and it just the right opportunity brings it out? Um, <clears throat> I feel like it depends on the person. Uh, I guess in my case, I could say like it's, I've done it before. It's, I've been doing it since a kid. Um, like it's been in me. But in other cases, you know, you have athletes that have come to school who never played like you you can have a big frame quarterback who's never played defense, and then as soon as he gets to college, they look at his frame and say, "Oh, we might be able to use you somewhere else." And then the next year or two, he becomes a good safety, corner, linebacker, whatever the case may be, defensive end. Um, I think that is a, a scenario. Like I feel like yeah, exactly. I feel like that's a scenario where it's played out as necessity. That's real. That's good. I, I appreciate that. That's real. That's getting me thinking, man. That's getting me thinking. How about you, Sammy? Necessity or, or out of necessity or, or always in you? Um, I think it really depends on um I yeah, I think it just depends on your situation, honestly, because I don't for someone like me, I I've like done it my whole life. I played both sides of the ball. Um I've been I've been given the opportunity to go play both sides of the ball, do different things for my team, so I feel like it just always been in me to play to be a jack to be a jack of all trades, but kind of like what Mikey said, um, you see it all the time. Like just position changes in like in like college football, like 
they like his frame, they like his size. Oh, we could put him here. Um, like kind of with me, like this past season, I was I was at um DB throughout the whole entire season, and then towards the end of the year, um, my coach he moved me to running back because um because uh like a lot of our running backs were hurt, a lot of the starters were hurt, so he's like, yeah, we need you there for for necessity if someone else gets hurt. So basically, yeah, I got moved there, played, played a little bit. He liked what he saw. He just and then he wanted to keep me there. So that's interesting. It was, it was, man. He he just moved me there out of necessity. Really, he knew but, I could do it because he saw me do it before. Right. He just moved me there out of necessity at first, and then he's like, "Oh, you could you can play offense too." So we're just gonna keep you there. So, I'm gonna challenge that, yeah, man. I, I just Unless really Mikey, you I feel like say. it just depends. depends no, I'm about to I'm about to, go ahead, Mikey. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say, I was gonna say, based off your question, if it's like an opportunity or a necessity, or I guess you said if it's always in you, I feel like now that I'm kind of thinking about it, it, it it always goes back to just the fact that it's always in you because if you think about the 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 actual you know Webster dictionary definition, it says you don't have to be good at it; you just got to be able to do it to be considered a right. jack of all trades. So I guess. I guess it's just in you the fact that you're able to be able to do something else, whether you get at it or not, to be considered a jack of all trades. Boom! And I'm gonna throw this. I'm, I'm gonna throw this out here, and then twenty, you can wrap me up. I was going. To, I, that's what the way both of y'all talked about. It, I'm like, well, shoot, shoot, shit. Um, it sounds like it's in you, but not even physically. Like physically, of course, but that goes without saying because you're at the level. Right, depending, because I couldn't, I wasn't playing. They tried to get me to play DB in college. They actually had my jersey hanging up over there. I'm like, fellas, fellas, I know I had six picks my senior year. I promise you, I promise you, I was only in there on pass downs. I promise you, dog, I'm not tackling nobody at the college level, bro. (laughs) So it's a mentality. Like, jack of all trades is a mentality that is always in you because they didn't just say, all right, let's just pick a DB. And put him at running back. They said, let's pick Sammy. They didn't just say, all right, let's pick a receiver and see if he can play both ways. They picked Mikey, and then he showcased him at the spring game. Like, that's a mentality thing. So, 20, where you at with, is it is it is it necessity that breeds the mentality or the mentality always in you? I feel like, honestly, bro, it, it's – and I hate to do the safe route, but it's, it, it seems like it's safe. both. It's definitely both. You know what I mean? Like, you got to – you know, um, you have to be able to do it or get it done. Yep. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. But you only realize that you can do it out of necessity. Like, yes. Like <laughs> yes. Like okay. like you can you okay. can know you can know you're able to do it. You get what I'm saying? Like we all got two legs. Everybody can run with two legs. You get what I'm saying? Like if you got yep. if you're playing, you can run. Yeah. But are you able to run efficiently? You get what I'm yep. saying? Yeah, yeah. We we can catch. But are you able to catch in traffic? You get what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, so it's yeah, like yeah. A, it's a situation where, you know, it's I feel like it is both because the necessity brings out that in you. That is the opportunity. Maybe I mixed it up because that necessity is the opportunity that's always in you. It's the opportunity. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. like maybe you can be focused on one thing and saying, oh, this is what I am. This is what I'm going to do. But then again, you still have those other capabilities or those other um, resources bottled up yeah because you're only focusing on one thing and and that necessity sometimes make you focus on more than one thing because we need you know what i'm saying like it's a need need, need you're going to need more than one thing to win absolutely got you that makes sense to me as i think it through that makes sense to me and it makes me think of one other thing is that what robert green came with was um, spreading yourself thin, like right. on some hater shit, but like, spread, oh, you doing all this, so you can't be good at none of them because you're doing all this. All right, let's get to the master of none part since we 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 are adding value to it, but originally is a shot, and now we got the jack of all trades, masters of none, which to me sounds like a shot because I don't I think you can be a master of one and still be a jack of all trades. So the master of none edition began in the late 18th century. The headmaster of the Charterhouse School, Martin Clifford. In a collection of notes and poems of Dryden, uh, he wrote, your writings are like a jack of all trades shop. They have variety, but nothing of value. So, again, like the more I can do, the less valuable I am. That's what that's what I'm hearing. 
So then you push to 1770 in Gentleman's Magazine and shit. And they offered the opinion that jack of all trades is seldom good at any. Which is nuts to me. Nuts. <laughs> Why do they keep saying that? But you know what, Mario? If you, if up? they're going by if they're going by the definition, mm-hmm. the Webster definition, then that's true. Right, right, that right, could right. Be true. If they're going, you get what I'm saying? Like, like w- before we know before we knew the actual definition, mm-hmm. you get what I'm saying? Like, you you wouldn't be able to tell me that if you're good at something. You know what I'm saying? If you're good at multiple things, you're not good at nothing. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, but then yeah. again, now if you're going to, if you're going with the actual definition, you don't have to be good at these things to be able to. You, you know just got to be capable of doing trade. them. Eh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I also I'm, think it's like a mentality too. Like, yeah, kind of what you said before. Like when you got to college, you don't want to go play DB, but because you mentioned mentally, you didn't want to go play DB. <laughs> like it's, I feel like it's a lot about your mentality. Like. Me, I really don't care what I play. I just want to get on the field. Like, it doesn't matter to me. Like, you can put me at wide receiver, running back, DB. Like, let me just play. I don't really care. And I also think that's just the competitiveness in me. Like, it doesn't really matter to me. I I think I could just get it done, like, anywhere on the field, (laughs) honestly. Hey, 20, you see shit on Mario Black. I like Mario Black. I'm a competitor. I'm a competitor. That's why I'll play anything. So I get that you and that's really that's why I'm like 20. You gotta vouch for me, dog. Like I was willing to compete. I just was like (laughs) But you know what? Hey, I would say this, dog. I would say this, Mario. To help my dog Mario out, guys. Help my dog put my dog out the mud. Please. I feel like when we when we back in the day, the, the, the game has evolved to the point where they welcome more than one like position athletes you get what i'm saying yeah, like man. now it's way more welcome now than it was back then like even look look at the quarterback position you was either a thrower or a runner you get what yeah, i'm saying you didn't exactly. go now the evolution of the game is like yeah you know maybe you can do both for certain plays and then now yeah, you look at yeah. you look at it look at it now man you, the, the the truest you know Football organization, I would say, to to holding on to the 1950s is probably Alabama when it comes to positioning. Yeah. And look at Nick Saban now, man. You see his quarterbacks now are all mobile that can throw it 70 yards. You know what I'm saying? Before, short or whatever. Yeah, I, yeah, I before, get you. Before the two, you know what I'm saying, five years ago, it was he he always had that that, that Matt Jones and that, you get what I'm saying, Jalen? <laughs> yeah. You get what I'm saying? It was always yeah. back and back. And it's just like now it's like, you got to get with the times now. You got to need somebody that can do more than just what the position asks. That's you know what I'm saying. So, yeah. like now, I, I feel like they will. They coaches are more welcoming to people playing more than one position or being, you know, utilized more than one ways. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Trying to help. I'm still trying to help my. Thank Sam, you, I'm man. Thank you. Thank you. It was different times. Man. Long story short, it was a different time. But in 1785. <laughs> It was when it came to print, the Jack of All Trades, Master of None. Charles Lucas did it in a in a, a, a note called uh, Pharma Com- Pharmacomastics in 1785. I don't know, it was about pharmacy. And the very druggist, he put the very druggist, who in all nations in Europe is but pharmacopola, a mere drug merchant, is with us, not only a physician and a surgeon, but also a galenic and a chemic apothecary, which is like... Uh, like aromatherapy type shit, a seller of drugs, medicines, vertices, oils, paints, colors, a jack of all trades, and in truth, a master of none. Basically saying, do not get your drugs, your oils, your paints from this guy because none of them are the best, right? The best things. They're, they're just there. You know what I'm saying? So that's when master of none came into print with jack of all trades. And now in modern times, the phrase master of none element is expanded to a less unflattering couplet by a second line saying, though oftentimes better than a master of one. So now we're back to the value, which was where we shout out Sammy, shout out Mikey to say, okay, now the phrase as it stands, let me add all the elements, a jack of all trades, master of none, but though oftentimes better than a master of one, right? So... This, some writers say that the original version with the second line of master of none should be dropped and focused on jack of all trades better than a master of one. That's where I sit, right? If I'm if I'm purely observation, 
purely observation, taking away the hater Robert Green, taking away all that stuff, and I'm looking at what a jack of all trades can do. When I'm looking at having a a a Mikey and a Sammy on your team, you know what I'm saying? As opposed to let's just be real, as opposed to a Mario, right? Um, Dub U twenty, you 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 could play any linebacker position, bro. So you're not you are also a jack of all trades, bro. You was able to get in coverage, come downhill. I remember, man. I remember, but there's value that. to it. Oh no, I got you because you just saved me. There's value to it. So let me. How do y'all feel about? Um, and we'll start with Sammy. How do y'all feel about it being jack of all trades, master of none, but oftentimes better than a master of one? So, like, even though I haven't mastered one thing, which I'm not completely on that boat, me being a jack of all trades is actually better than just being a master of one thing. Where you at with that, Sammy? Um, <clears throat> I, I like I kind of understand what they're saying. Like, being a jack of all trades, you're you can do a lot of good, a lot of things good. But if you're a master at one, I feel like if you're a jack of all trades and say you your potential to be a master at that one thing i feel like it's higher than the master already because so potential is basically potential is like basically something it's something you like you haven't done yet so but your potential at that one thing could be higher than the master uh like just say just because you haven't really mastered that one thing yet but that's that's how i feel about what you just said about um, no, that's master, real. Like being a good, good at that's a lot real. of things and just being a master at one. At one of them. Word. Before I add yeah. my two cents and twenty, add his two cents. Mikey, where you at with it? Better than a master okay. of one. Can you repeat the whole saying again? Yeah. So the whole thing now that where it sits and this is we're going to say the nineteenth century till now. Once we skimmed it back down, jack of all trades, but a master of none is oftentimes better than the master of one. <laughs> it's not a riddle. <laughs> I mean, that sure was It do sound like a riddle, and I just watched Batman. I just watched the new Batman yesterday, so maybe that's why I'm infatuated with the riddle side of it. But basically, it's like even though you haven't mastered any of the trades, any one mm-hmm. of the trades, you being a jack of all of them is better than somebody that have mastered one of the trades. Mm-hmm. With that, I feel like. I feel like that's just saying, like, you know, showing that, showing the, being exposed to many different things and showing the capability of being able to do all of them sets you much higher than someone that is just really good at doing one thing. Because if I'm showing that I could potentially do two things and I'm really good at two things as opposed to right now good at doing one thing in the long run i'll have a higher benefit i feel like that's what that's what that says that's what that absolutely means. absolutely 20 my thing is is that like you know it's hard because even if you're just good at something like if you're good at something you're going to get exposed if you go against a master at one thing you get what i'm saying like like if you're going and going up against someone who's mastered that you get what I'm saying? You're going to get exposed if you're not master what you're doing. Yeah. Does that make but sense? But let me, like, let me it do, it do. If if you position like, it, if you position it as them going against one another, yeah. I would say if it's the same, if they're not opposition, but they're in the same realm, right? So let's say like. Yeah, but I was going, I, like even, even with the, even with the, when buddy, when you say like buddy selling all this stuff, you get what I'm saying? You might have one quickie mark. You get what I'm saying? Now, you might go to the corner store for maybe some chips or soda or something like that. But when you go into groceries, when you're going to get groceries, you're going to the supermarket. Yeah, yeah. If that makes yeah. sense. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, you can get some of the stuff that you get at, you know what I'm saying, whatever whatever supermarket you guys have up there, you get what I'm saying? But when you need something quick, you go to like a corner store or you go to a little bodega where you wear all your jewelry. Where you wear your jewelry to the bodega. And I keep it yeah. on me when I'm feel safer. But listen, though, I would say it's more comparable to say you can go to a Walmart, right, to get mad stuff, or you can go to um, like a specific Versace or Prada or Gucci exactly store. where like they only do clothes and they only. But I think that the issue, the, the thing is that 
more people go to Walmart than go for reasons. More people go to Walmart than go to Versace. Like it's it's more accessible. It's more valuable to the common person. It's more valuable. That's just that's just something to think about. We can listeners, viewers, y'all decide. Hey man. But if you're going for the quality of clothes, are you which one are you gonna go for? Well then that's when you choose, I think, the master of one. <laughs> but I <laughs> uh, nah, uh-huh. nah. I mean, I don't know, dog. I don't know. It's hard. It's hard. But that's I think that's the 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 overall I think the value is in being a, a jack of all things. So yeah, like like if I'm <laughs> If I can really catch, if I can just catch, dog, if I can catch the rock, you throw it to me, I will catch it. But the dude next to me, speed, routes, hands is good, just not great. You might get a drop a game. But the dude that can catch really good is not turning no regular play into no great play. You get you get more value out the dude that can turn the play into something. I, that's, that's just where I'm at with it. Yeah, of course. If, then the guy if you're looking like, for a first down, if you're looking for a first down, you're going to get it to the person that's going to get you – Eight yards, ten yards. But if you're there looking for go. a big play, if you're looking for a big play, that person that's really just going to get you eight yards is more a decoy than as as opposed to that person that's going to get you the yards the points. Catch. <laughs> you need first downs, but you need points. They don't. They don't. You don't. First, first downs don't go on the scoreboard. I'm just. That's all I'm saying. You need points. You need points to win, dog. All right, we're doing great. Let's grade this thing out. Let's 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 cap this. Let's cap this up. Let's grade, man. So we're gonna do this this way. We got the speed grade, right? Or the power grade, excuse me. Three point three three prong grading categories, A through F grading scale. Power grade. I will handle the power grade at its impact. When it's said, when you say it, when you hear it, do it just like do it change the game. Does it have impact when you say it? Speed. How just smooth is it to say? Eloquent. You know what I'm saying? Flows off the tongue, all that. Does it sound good to hear? And then we're gonna give y'all. Uh, the 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 guest wild card preference, just all things included, speed, power, how you feel about it. Now that you know the definition of origin, where you at with it? A being excellent, I fuck with it. Blah blah blah. F being meh. Okay, so I'm gonna start with power, impact, jack of all trades. I actually think um, I'm gonna give it a, a a C plus because I don't think people hear it and automatically um maneuver around it i think that it's something you say after the fact like you peeped it and then you say it you don't go around looking for a jack of all trades you notice you got one and then you 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 do the thing so i don't think it's it's a phrase that you lead with that has impact when it's said it's just the thing has impact the actual jack of all trades has more impact than the uh the phrase does so i'm gonna give that a c plus all right 20 where you at with the speed i would say speed i would go in the realm of a b b minus on the speed only because like that's the first thing you say when you when you like when you get into that experience boy that boy a jack of all trades or you know what i'm saying like oh man that that they can do it you know what i'm saying so it's like when it comes flowing off your tongue i, I would say b b minus b minus I agree. All right, Sammy. All things considered, man, rocking with the phrase yes or no. What grade do you give it? Jack of all trades. Uh, the phrase, yeah, I'll probably go like in the B range, like a B, B minus. Um, I don't know, like I would say like that, but I wouldn't really say. I would more say like I feel like it's just like more so like a synonym of saying like. He's a he's an athlete. He can do it all. Like he can do a lot of things. Like that's why, I, like if someone says he's a jack of all trade, to me, just saying like yeah, he's an athlete. He can do he can do a lot yeah. of things. Well, yeah, word. So you saying B or B minus? Uh, yeah, I'll go with a B. B. All right, Mikey, where you at with it? Grade me. <clears throat> I'm I'm grading the phrase. Yep, yeah. jack of all trades. Just basically on how you feel about it. I mean, like yeah. after getting all the information that we gave you today, um, learning that it, it was used as shade. You feel me? And uh, just how you feel when now that you hear it, yeah, on a grading scale, what would you do? Um, I mean, I'm giving it a, I'm giving it a, a B plus. Yeah, that's, that's maybe fair. A minus, maybe A minus. 
just because regardless how however it was used in the past mm-hmm. you know the the simple fact is that like it's it's modern day time now like you know what i mean yeah, like, yeah, yeah, is, yeah. so like if, some, if someone looks at you as a as a jack of all trades just know that means you have a lot of tools in your toolbox right. and you know you have value and whether whether you're really good at one thing um or not if you're a jack of all trades it's just you're being looked at as someone that can do many different things and you you will find or your coaches will find a spot that you can help the best out and also knowing that if you're needed on the opposite side you can go and do that at any given time any given time so. i love it so what you're saying a minus or b plus um I'm going A minus because I just think it's a really good thing to be a jack of all trades currently. My dog, A minus. Beautiful. All right, fellas. Thank you. We graded the phrase. Let's do it. Thank you, fellas. All right. Before we get out of here, we got two more things to do. Quickly, 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 let us, let the people know where we can find y'all, how we can support you athletically, academically, and I am with some bread because y'all deserve it. So, Talk to me about where we can find you and uh, and how we can support you, Sammy. Um, you can find me on Instagram at Salvatore underscore Malinaji. You know that's that's really long. For the I'm gonna put it in the show notes. Don't even trip. <laughs> All right, and then you can find me on Twitter, uh, Sammy Malley underscore twenty one. Uh, you know, you know, just give your boy a follow and shit. Rock, you know, rock with me. You know, I play both sides of the ball too, just as Mikey. I came in as a DB. Now I play, now I play running back, you know, and uh, yeah, you know, uh, basically it. Let's get it. Support my man. Support my man. JMU going FBS, first year in the FBS. Let's see it. We all going to support, man. We, 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 we gaining supporters. Mikey, talk to me. Um, yeah, all my socials, um, Mike, Mikey Sanders still, like my name is right here. No underscores, no, not, nothing extra. Simple like that. Um, just, you know what I'm saying, just stay tuned for a good season, you know. We just came off of a a really good uh, championship run season. Uh, we made the playoffs. Didn't end out how we wanted it to, but you know we coming back strong. Like I said, about to get back in this off season grind mode. So uh, I'm saying, shout out my teammates, coaches. You know, um, where I need support. Don't you got uh, a brand, you know, bro? I'm, I'm open. Huh? Don't you got a brand? Yeah, I got a clothing brand. Hey, man, that's going to be in the one. show notes, man. Get with it, man. Please. It's very dope. Jordan right. Brand. I'm jumping in because you being shy about it. <laughs> the Jordan. Yeah, nah, yeah go, I, go. I was, I, was about to, I, I was about to get to that right now. Okay, okay. You can get that on uh, MikeySanderStill.com. Um, probably some new merch coming soon. I'm trying to work in some maybe, you know, Sub-Zero stuff, Agent Zero type of stuff because I did change my number. So I'm trying to find out new cool ways to create some content for that but yeah just stay tuned my guys listen 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 we appreciate y'all i'm gonna show a little bit of love right now hold up that shit gonna play one of y'all gotta stand up one of y'all gotta stand up one of y'all gotta stand up hey Hey. all right that's enough of that shit <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, ah. presenting the 235 member Michigan Marching Band. I, I don't band. know what y'all got. And y'all take got. the field. <laughs> My brother is going to have a field day with me, man. Yeah, ooh, ooh. I'm, I'm, I grew up a Sparty fan, man. Oh, no. Under the direction of Professor Jamie L. Nix, we got to get M. Fanfare. Everybody. All right, all right, all right, all right. Enough of that. All right, twenty. What you got for the fellas before we get out of here? Hey, fellas, we do this last segment. It's called, um, you know, just informing people that's been misinformed. We have a dictionary that of uh, misinformation that we got. Um, we ask all of our guests. Just give us a letter, any letter in the alphabet, A through Z. Um, if you have one, that'd be perfect. If you don't, we'll pick one for you. <laughs> so if you wanna which one you guys wanna start? Um uh, let's do let's do Sam first. Sam, let's just do pick the, a letter the, from uh A to Z. Uh let's just go with ass. 
S? S. Cool. So let's open up the... The Dictionary of Misinformation. All right. The letter S. Okay. Oh, that was good. Hey, I like this. Let's talk about um, subways <laughs> and their safety doors. Okay. Even many New Yorkers who should know better believe that subway trains won't start unless all the doors are completely closed. Uh, this is not so. People can be caught in the door and dragged away with consequences not so smooth. So anybody that's visiting New York subways, the doors will close on you and will leave you. They will not keep you safe. Okay? They will not keep you safe, in case you were wondering. It's not a safety feature. Mikey, <laughs> give me a letter. Uh, I'll go with J for, for, J for Jack. <laughs> J for Jack. Again, opening up. The Dictionary of Misinformation. All right. A, B, C, D, E, F, G. All right. I got to do all that. J. Okay. Back to J. Ah, got one. You know, got two quality universities here. Let's mention another. Johns Hopkins University. Those who know better than to refer it as John Hopkins University, the game on BET called it John Hopkins University. Um, it's named after two person, a Johns and a Hopkins. Um, that's not so. It's actually one person and his name was Johns. Johns Hopkins. And uh, he was a doctor and he left money to get the university popped off. Um, but he was not a surgeon or nothing like that. He was just a guy with money. Has nothing to do with the medicine field. Fellas, thank you for joining us today. You can catch us. Oh, my guy, 20. Thank you, 20. 20. Never took it. Yeah, man, y'all did a great job. Seasons, guys, man. Y'all already know, man. Number one thing, stay healthy. Best stay healthy. Availability. Absolutely. I appreciate y'all, man. You can find us on Spotify. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, YouTube, subscribe. Go find the fellas, support them. We'll be dropping this episode very soon. And always remember, always remember from high school, college pro, if you can do all things, that value is in the eye of the appraiser. We'll check y'all next time.